Welcome to part two of my talk with my cousin Julie about anxiety. In this part, we talk about her healing journey. She is brutally honest about what has worked for her and what hasn't. If you haven't listened to part one, then I highly recommend that you go back to listen to it. Julie has such a great energy that is so nice to listen to. So here's Julie and her story. Tell me about your healing journey. Uh, it's still going on. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and probably, like, probably will um, yeah. your entire life. Yeah. Because like you say, it's a part of you. And yeah. you need to find a way to be friends with it. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what you told me? Yeah. yeah. And I think, it, you know, I have have sort of accepted that anxiety will just be a part of my life in some form. It may not always be this way. And I mean, it has also changed from when I was first diagnosed, like my anxiety is different now. Um, I used to be very, very shy, very, very scared, like that's sort of gone away. It's sort of a different anxiety now, which is also interesting to see. So it's, it sort of feels I always say to my uh, husband that it feels like a, like a I'm fighting different bosses at the end of like a game, you know, when you fight mm -hmm. and I'll like beat one and then I'll go to the next level and then yeah. it'll be a different boss and I have to beat that one. That That's kind of how it feels, uh, which is also fun. I'm like, okay, what's it molded into now? What's it making me scared of now? I'm going to beat it this way now. Uh, oh, wow. Is well, it, is it that you are scared of different things at diff like as you grow I, older? I just feel like it evolves and I think that's attached to just learning more about my anxiety, learning more about my traumas, um, learning sort of what I've gone through. You know, we I've already said at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is just my dad being sick or this is just my dad passing away. I, I it sounds terrible that I say this is just because that's obviously a huge trauma. But, you know, learning how much more there is attached to it. Mm. Um, and I have the therapist I, I see, we she's always said that our work together is going to be in a, in a trilogy and we're sort of in part three now, oh. um, which is, so it's interesting. So I feel like my anxiety is just sort of uh, evolving when I'm learning more about what it actually stems from. I feel like I keep digging and being like, oh, this is what the anxiety is, beating that. And then just digging a little bit more and being like, actually it comes from this and mm. You know, there's a there's a lot to a lot to uncover when you've Whoa. sort of spent your life covering things. There's a lot. It's almost like peeling off the wallpaper of a of an old house and yeah. trying to work out. And I feel like I'm getting close to like that last bit. But so I think that's more of what the, this involvement of my my anxiety is is getting to the actual actual root of it. Mm. Um, which has been very interesting. <laughs> when I hear stories like yours, um, I, I feel sometimes that these traumas and these things that we've been through, they're like a gift to us because mm. you're so young. I mean, I, you're younger than me. You're <laughs> <laughs> not that young, but you're, and you already have such a, uh, an awareness and, and you know yourself um, on a level that our parents don't and probably yeah. never will yeah. um and and many people in the world don't know them themselves at that level and yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i'm also very grateful for it and it's mm -hmm. something my whole process as hard as it's been 
I've just been so thankful that my sort of body and everything reacted and was like, something's wrong, you need to fix this. Um, and just got things sort of started, you know, say eight years ago when I was diagnosed, I was 20, 22, how old am I? Yeah, 22, <laughs> um, which I know is very young for, you know, to to be like, something's wrong, let's sort this out. And and I really, I really love it. And there are some days where I'm like, oh, but I wasted my life being so mm. anxious and being so mean to myself and all these things. And I'm like, you're only 30. Like, <laughs> be grateful that, you know, you started this journey and, and now potentially you could have like a really nice, not a, not like a nice life, but it might be easier as I, as I get older and yeah, I'm more connected life, connected to life and connected to your body and connected to your emotions and your feelings. And, and that's definitely going to help you um, build your yeah. resilience and yeah, just be able to handle the rest of your life in a different way. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. If, if, or you will. I'm, there's no doubt yeah. about that because I know that you'll be you'll keep looking um, because one of the things we, we uh, I wanted to talk about was the, the route to recovery or the, the healing journey, as we call it, is not going to be the same for everyone. It, it's about finding what's right for you. And, yeah. and something that you and I, I think we have in common is that we never give up. Yeah. I know there's something wrong with me. I don't know what, and I'm going to keep looking <laughs> until yeah. someone tells me uh, yeah. what, what it is. And <laughs> in my own journey, I have, I have gone to many different therapists psychologists, psychotherapists, I've even went to psychiatrists once, group therapy, um, I've done um, EFT, I've done many, many different kinds of therapists, uh, therapies. And I think I'm looking for that diagnosis, like mm -hmm. give me that word that I can hang on to, because that's what it sounds like you're doing also that when you got that word, it was like, oh, finally an explanation and mm -hmm. um and recently i have found the best word that i could find um is a, is a complex ptsd um so it's it's post post traumatic stress disorder ptsd is like when one one event happens that you keep reliving and keep being scared of whereas a complex ptsd is more like many many different things have happened and and is affecting the way you live um and it does feel uh nice like like there's a sense of relief knowing that there's a word uh to my to my behavior or something but yeah what i want to talk about is the you know never give up and that there there is a um it's not going to be the same for everyone mm -hmm. and what works for you might not work for me and what what's been your experience in this well so i started um when I first got diagnosed, they sent me to, uh, you know, the very standard uh, six weeks CBT, which is like very standard for like the first sort of route in. Um, CBT is cognitive, cognitive behavioral therapy. therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll do this. And I remember going into these sessions and it was like a middle-aged white, man like there was nothing threatening or anything about him but i would go into these sessions feeling so angry mm -hmm. and 
and CBT, there's always usually like a hand, like a workbook and you usually have like homework and you have to go in and be like, this is how I'm feeling this session. And they'll like tick off like a little smiley. And I remember just being like, this doesn't feel right. I, I hate this. <laughs> I literally was like, I hate this because it felt like it was, it felt like what I had heard most of my life, which was, which was just like, oh, it's just this. Can you just sort it out and just tell me what you're, you know, like a quick sort of fix. And I was like, I don't, I don't like this. Um, and I had six weeks of that and I left just being like, I don't feel any, I don't feel any better. Like that didn't help at all. That seems um, incredibly short, like six weeks. I mean, anxiety disorder seems, but maybe that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole bigger problem with, you know, that's all they offer usually for free. And it's like how, you know, I know now, how in the world can you be sorted in six weeks? I maybe understand someone who is going through like a stress at work and, you know, they need to talk it out. That that sounds dead. not that that problem is like smaller, but you sort of know what I mean. Like from where I was, if to think that six weeks would fix me was just, just insane. Um, and I also left being like, oh, okay, I've been through those six weeks. Is that it? Like, am I fixed? Is that well, what I should be doing? Um, obviously, is this what, is this what yeah. it feels like? <laughs> exactly. Because obviously, I was like, okay. Um, and then I, uh, I actually I started like a master's program and I had to pull out because I was getting panic attacks when I was going to this program. And I, I was like, this isn't working. I, we then moved and I went to a different university and I saw a different counselor. And again, it was, it was like a middle-aged man, nothing, nothing bad about him. Again, there's nothing wrong with it, but there, I would go into these sessions again, feeling angry. Mm. I was like, this doesn't work. And, and he kept trying to talk about, talk me into doing um, tapping therapy. He was like, we're just going to do tapping therapy and we'll get all those traumas out. That's kind of how he explained it to me. And I said to him, I don't want the traumas out. I want to talk through them. I want to work through them. And then I want to sort of let them go. And he was like, you're holding on to your traumas too much. And I was like, no. And again, I can see that process working for other people. I really can. And I know people who tap that has worked for them. But that didn't work for me because I think deep down I knew bad things have happened. I need to talk through them. I need to work through them. Please, can someone just help me? Mm -hmm. um, so again, that per and I think I went to him for maybe a few months. And again, that just did not work. Um, and then we moved again. And I, uh, I went through a very bad time where I had to go on sick leave. Um, I went to the doctors. They again sent me for another six weeks of CBT. It was again the workbook. I hated it. I was like, I don't want this. They but sent you did. me. You, you, there was something in you that thought, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, because I was like, I, this is what they're telling me to do. I'm just going to do it. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go see this person. I went back and I said, that's not working. They sent me to another therapist. And I actually, after two sessions with this guy, sat in the session with him and I said, this isn't working for me. And I was crying and I said, I just want to get help, but you're not helping me. And he almost looked like a bit over it, like, but come on, this is CBT. This is what works for everyone. This is, you know, what should be helping. Oh, that's um, dangerous. 
when yeah. someone starts saying this works for everyone then yeah. some alarm uh, clock, uh, bells need to start ringing exactly and obviously when you keep hearing like but this is what helps and this is what works and you're like but i'm not getting any better and i'm getting you know i'm having to go on sick leave i can't go to work i'm scared at work and and i remember them being like oh we're gonna sign you up so you can go to the gym and that exercise will help you and i was like and i remember listening to your episode where it said uh, when you're at that first stage of like stress you shouldn't be you know pumping more stress hormones into me but the doctors were telling me so i would go and be like running on the treadmill and obviously feeling worse and worse and worse because i was just getting so much adrenaline in my body um and it got to a really dark point where i was having suicidal thoughts i was saying to my husband like can we please i want to can we go into like a center like can you just send me basically to like the hospital like i can't deal with this anymore and it was you know i was afraid to go outside because part of me just wanted to walk into the street because i was like i can't deal with this anymore i just want a car to hit me like this is getting so horrific um and again some sort of universe angel something's came out of the like the nurse and the doctor at the beginning um my husband's a friend of a friend of a friend kind of thing very far extended they said oh this therapist has really helped me why don't you go to her and it was at a point where i was like i'll just try anything i'll do anything um and as soon as i stepped into her office it was very like earthy lots of plants like um i and she was like let's sit on the floor there were pillows i sat down and i was like okay this feels this feels better um and she there was an immediate feeling of groundedness almost because when you say earth and yep yep and you know she started talking instantly started talking about like childhood and and traumas and um everything that was going on beneath my anxiety beneath my depression beneath all these thoughts and i was like that's what i've been looking for that's what i want um and yeah she's been the one i've been with now for how long has it been now maybe five five years on and off um again she's the one that she says our work is going to be in a trilogy and we're in part three right now but um yeah it just it took a while to get there but I'm I'm grateful that I kept going, that I wasn't just like, okay, it's been six weeks, I guess I'm better now, or or just accepting that CBT and going to a gym was gonna fix me and um just I just kept looking for, for something different and and I needed to be with a therapist that was sort of a bit more like uh you know she's a bit more like focuses on my creativity and on my imagination and makes me speak with my inner child and my inner teenager and we sit and make like collages and drawings and that sort of thing and for some people i know that sounds like hell because <laughs> they would rather just you know have a chat and tell me what to do but there's something in me that needed that approach and it's really what works for me and i'm just so grateful that i kept I kept going and I kept trying to find the mm. right outlook because unfortunately what you hear when you get diagnosed and when you go to websites is like 
you're going to get this sort of therapy and this is what's going to work. And you don't usually get something that says like, there are different types of therapies or there are different ways you could deal with this. And speaking with my, my therapist, I, you know, I come from this performance background and she talks about, you know, you should, you should sing or you should dance or listen to music and get into that. And that made me go back to singing lessons, which has really helped me because it sort of opens up a different part of me. And, and I just think the emphasis on how many different ways you could get better just needs to be out there more because it just, it just isn't. And it's so frustrating to see people I know who get sick, who just get sent to the doctor and just get pumped with pills or they just get sent for six weeks or they get sent to go swimming or, you know, all these like quick fixes. And it's like, there's so many different ways you could get better. And I was thinking about it this morning, you know, if you want to like get fit or lose weight or feel better about your body, you know, there's also different, like, I hate going to the gym. I need to be doing like yoga or dancing. Like that helps me get better. But, you know, I have siblings that need to go for runs and that makes them feel better. And I feel like, why do we not talk about it the same way as that? Like getting fit for your body should be the same as getting fit for your brain. There's different ways of doing it. There's, yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah, I love everything that you're saying. It's so, <laughs> it's so important to, 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 that we have these conversations that not one thing is gonna be um, right for you and that you need to keep looking, keep, you know, um, I, I've been to all these different therapies because none of it was working for me. None of it, I felt none of it was, um, yeah, doing it for me. And there's also the part that maybe I wasn't ready for that type of whatever it is they were doing with me. Um, because you need to be ready because it's a, it, you know, I think it's a journey. This is why I like calling it a healing journey because you're going to be ready for different things at different times. And I also think now you found psychotherapy that really worked for you. And I would argue that maybe down the, down the road, you could try another therapy that would, you know, give, get you like discover a different part of you that you maybe now wouldn't be ready for, but you would be in the future. So I think it's like, we shouldn't discard any of the therapies. I think they're all benefit, like they, they all have something, but you need to find what works for you and in the order that would be right for your, um, for what you're ready for. Yeah. And I don't think that we should ever think that it's a failure. I don't think your CBT was a failure. It was yeah. just you learned that that was not a that that was not right for you at that time. Yeah. I think that's that's very important to to um, to talk about. And I love how you're saying with the singing and the and the using your body because uh, recently I've been I've been studying a lot of trauma um, healing. Um, methods and it all has to do with the body it mm -hmm. all has to do with uh this is why they they talk about how yoga is so healing for you because in yoga you connect to your body you learn how to breathe and really feel you're not just standing in a pose you're 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 being conscious about every different body part and how you're standing in that pose and it just gives you a different kind of um, awareness about yourself and that's where i i think healing is there Healing is not going to be just in your brain. I think you need the brain. You need the sort of CBT therapy to understand and make some, or I don't know if it's called CBT therapy, all of them, but, uh, you know, head therapy, talk therapy. 
yeah. where you make the connection between, oh, this happened as a child and now I, I react like this. Okay, I understand. I like make that connection. But true healing, when you're ready for it, happens in the body. For sure. And I, my body reacts very strongly to things. Like I'll have something happen traumatic and, you know, it can be a, an argument or um, a bad phone call or something. And sometimes my body doesn't feel it to like a week or two later, like I'll yeah. suddenly feel really sick or my stomach will act up or something like that. And I always almost give like a little thanks because I, I feel like for other people that would build up and then they would like explode and have a full meltdown. But I feel where I am now, my body's like, hey, you something kind of bad happened to you. Let's take a day where we just take a big rest. And I'm like, okay. Um, so I always I always get a bit mad if I'm like throwing up or I have these big headaches. But, you know, my body's like, take a little rest, mm. take a take a quick little break. Um, we're not tra we're not used to that we're not trained we're not taught how to listen to our bodies so no. we ignore these signs and we're taught if something is wrong i have a headache or i have or i'm throwing up there must be you know a bug or something so i go to the doctor i get a pill um and also mental health issues i mean so many people are on antidepressants where they may may not need to be yeah. and yeah it you know before we go to these chemicals maybe just listen, pay attention, connect, see what's yeah. going on. And I was going to mention that as well, which is that I, I, there were some doctors that did say to me like, oh, let's put you on antidepressants. And there was a gut feeling in me that was like, I don't, I don't want them. I, I don't want them. I want to work. I want to work through them. And antidepressants I know has helped low, a lot of my people I know and has really helped them get through life but there was some gut feeling in me that was like I don't want it and I remember at a really dark period I spoke to a doctor and I said do, should we just do antidepressants and she said no I don't I don't think it's right for you and I was like oh okay and she said I I feel like you should be doing things like you know yoga and meditation and talking to your therapist and I was like yeah that's how I feel too and it was just like thank god and that's always how I felt is that I not that I'm I'm strong enough to deal without medication but more no. just like that's not what it's about no no, no. it's it was more like I have such already this connection to sort of my body from you know doing things like dancing and singing and um and I was just like I think I need to connect to that um, and it may be at some point I do need medication to get through things and I think if I get to that point I'll be like okay that's fine but when I'm going through this whole healing journey and I'm also very much the kind of person that I'm like put me in the deep dark thoughts like I want to get to that point and I want to sit with it and I want to work through it like let's just do this um, but which is why I was like I don't need medication but maybe maybe some point and also things like tapping therapy maybe i will need that at some point but right now i'm i'm very happy being in this sort of like singing spiritual sort of connection which again i know, I know sounds like the worst thing for some people but it it works for me and and i just i love that i've gotten to that point and i love that i've had a therapist that's told you know I sit with her and she's been like maybe you can go to this kind of therapy like she recommends other therapy which I think is 
pretty great from someone like that because you could have just have someone being like no this which i did no this is the right way this is what you should be doing um no i think there are many different kinds of um i think you need to try all of it (laughs) to really have but when you're ready for it don't just jump into it but when you're ready, see a therapist. When you're ready, talk to a coach. When you're ready, see a alternative therapy. You know, when do try all the things, and eventually you will find what's right mm-hmm. for you. But I think a big of it, big thing of it, comes from knowing who you are as a person. If mm-hmm. you're someone who has like a very sciencey, logical brain, like maybe you should go somewhere where there's a workbook, where there are tasks where you can get through and. You know, if you're someone like me who's very like, you know, kind of hippy dippy as my husband calls me, then <laughs> then there is it is the sort of movement therapy, you know, yoga, breathing, getting into that sort of thing. And I think that has really helped me acknowledging who who am I as a person? What do I like? What helps me? And being honest with yourself and not listening to what other people think is right for them and and that's why I always think it's a little bit tricky when you are talking to other people with mental health issues is that you can get sucked in and being like, oh, that worked for them. That's not working for me. Why is that not working for me? And it's sort of sitting with the feeling of like, that worked for them because that's the kind of person they are. I need to find what works for them. I can try what worked for them. And if it works for me, great. If it doesn't work for me, no judgment. That's fine. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah and try something else completely understand yeah i am i come from a scientific background um but today i'm much more like you would call hippy dippy (laughs) (laughs) it's a great term (laughs) um more alternative um but i also love combining both worlds Uh, so but and yeah we could get into a whole other conversation about why (laughs) i I became a scientist but that's for another time but i think um i think i think we we will uh stop here and uh what what we've what i've learned and what what i hope you have learned uh you listening is um is there's nothing wrong with you find your way and and uh, let's open up conversation let's not be scared of talking um about mental health issues so Thank you so much, Julie, for for being here. If you have a story that you would like to share, then please reach out. The more we talk about mental health issues, the less scary they become. Email me at hello at getreal.lu and tell me your story. Until then, take care and be kind to yourself. Bye.